Hi guys, you've reached Hi Guys, Real Talk with Tracy, and this is my podcast. Thank you for joining me. What do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about my experience in my life with psychics and mediums. I am going to start off by talking about the real good experiences I've had first. Then I'm going to tell you about the dark side and the not so good experiences. Um, when I was in my early 20s, I have a friend and we're still really good friends. And she sent me to a psychic, I think that her mom knew. And I remember going to this lady's apartment. She was an older lady with blonde hair and she was wearing a cross around her neck and she seemed religious um, it seemed like a very safe situation. She asked me to sit down, and I was newly married. Um, really, we hardly had any money at all, living in a one-bedroom apartment on Roscoe Boulevard in Northridge, California. I was working as a hairdresser, and I wanted to know what she saw for the future, and it was, it was so interesting. We sat down. We did a prayer together. I think she held a piece of my, my um, jewelry. And she looks at me and she says, and I know this was years ago, but some of this really, really stayed with me. She said, somebody is going to give you a brand new car. <laughs> and I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard because... My dad had always been really cheap and there was nobody else in my life that could afford to do that. Um, and she said, I see, I see the keys being handed to you and you will be getting a brand new car. I see you in New York. I see you staying there for a while in an apartment. And I'm thinking this, oh my God, this lady's out of her mind. I just wasted $10. What am, what am I doing here? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm just going to play along with it. It's only $10. So I'm listening to her and she says, you're going to be working for some kind of beauty, some kind of cosmetic, some kind of big company, and you're going to be flying all over the world. And she's telling me all this and I'm listening to this and I am just thinking this woman is just out of her mind crazy, okay? So she goes on and on and she sees me in Europe and she sees uh, us, my husband and I going to Jamaica and she sees all these things, okay? So I thought she was absolutely Looney Tunes uh, I tried to be really nice and I'm like, okay, well, um, it's been nice meeting you. Thank you. I left and I'm like, oh my God, what a waste of money. That's unbelievable. And I go back to my little salon job and I'm cutting hair. And then one day, about a year later, I see an ad in the paper and yes, the actual newspaper, this is how we used to do it. It's a little tiny ad. And it wound up being for L'Oreal. And I wound up 
getting the job. I wound up getting the keys to a brand new car. Actually, every other year I got a new company car. And I wound up spending a month in an apartment that they put me up in for training in New York. And I traveled 50% of the time for 18 years. And my husband and I did go to Jamaica and we did go to Europe. And all these things that she told me that I thought were absolutely crazy, it all came true. Is that unbelievable? So years later, you know, I tried to find her and I think she was already in assisted living or maybe she had passed. But I've always kind of, I want to say, chased the thought of finding a psychic that was so real like that one. Because she knew you guys. She knew what was going to happen in great detail in my future. And there was probably a lot more to it, but those are the highlights that I remember because I'm going to be 60 next year. I got the reading done. I was probably 23. So that's a long time ago. Um, and then when I was working at L'Oreal, I went to a party and somebody had a psychic there at this party for entertainment. And she was giving these like quick five or 10 minute readings. And I remember sitting down with her and she starts talking about my husband's jaw, his teeth. And she said, you know, there's something wrong there. And I said, yeah, he has a couple bridges. Um, you know, he's had some issues with his teeth. She said, no, it's something else. And then she started talking about his heart and she started telling me that he would have heart issues, that he's not going to die, but that he would have something major going on with his heart. And you know what? I kind of put all this in my back pocket, didn't really give it a lot of thought. She was very kind of cold and kind of matter of fact. And I thought, listen, it's a psychic at a party and he's already had a lot of dental work and that's probably the end of it. And I never thought past that. Now, jump forward to three years ago. My husband and I find out that he has a big tumor in his upper jaw and he wound up having to have a maxillectomy surgery. That's where they remove part of your jaw, your teeth, and part of your palate to get rid of the tumor. I kind of flash back to that conversation with this woman. And I felt so bad. Because you guys, nothing showed up on an x-ray. I didn't know at the time the difference between an x-ray and a CT scan. The tumor showed black on a CT scan. On the x-ray, nothing showed. Everything looked normal. So not until he grew a lump over his top tooth and we got it biopsied 
Did he know that he had this tumor? So I do a podcast on his maxillectomy surgery. Oh, I'm feeling like hard, like I'm having a hard time breathing. Um, I do a podcast on his maxillectomy surgery because if only I would have listened and done some more research about maybe like how to spot a tumor, but she didn't say tumor. She just, it was kind of very vague and I figured she was just tuning into what he's already had done, which was, you know, um, bridges and different things. So anyway, then he had a stent put in, in the main artery. So, um, she was right. And again, I'm thinking where, where do I find a psychic like this that really knows things? I mean, it's so fascinating to me. Just taking a sip of tea. It's so fascinating to me. How can some people, the true psychics, the real ones, not the ones that try to take your money, which I'll tell you about in a little bit, but the real ones, how can you really find them? And then do you really want to know stuff? So then I myself had visions years and years and years before my uncle's brain cancer that he would be dying and he would be terminally ill and I would be by his side and I'd be there next to him and he'd be in bed and I'd be holding his hand anyway about seven or eight years after I kept having these visions and when I say visions they're thoughts that were really strong in my mind it was like a knowing and it happened and I felt incredibly guilty. It wasn't my fault that this happened, but the fact that I knew all these years ahead of time that it was coming, I felt really bad about it. Um, and then I've had a lot of other thoughts about stuff and nothing happens, you know, because I'm kind of a constant worrier. It's been really a downfall. Um, I have a lot of anxiety probably because my childhood and upbringing and again you can listen to <laughs> many of my podcasts and find out all the juicy details but I decided because I have kind of the sixth sense um that I was going to go on one of these pages where I posted about a friend dying and I've had so many people I love in my life that have died um, I could probably list to you, and these are people, not just family, but these are people that I've worked with and good friends, um, and I've come into contact with a lot of people because of my position and my jobs and stuff like that, but I wanted to somehow get a gauge on what my sixth sense was like. So anyway, I go on Facebook and I start looking at, there's a group where people that have passed, their relatives will say, like, my son passed or my husband passed. Can you please pray for them? Can you, do you know, are you getting a feeling about anything? Anyway, so I'm scrolling through and I see a picture of this man. And this woman says, this is my husband and he died years ago. And I'm absolutely devastated. 
And all of a sudden, I started seeing in my mind sunflowers. So I'm thinking to myself, that's ridiculous. Okay, so I'm just going to keep going. And I couldn't. I like had to scroll back to her. And I'm seeing in my mind someone like on ice skates, like skating in a rink. And I start seeing like all these, what I want to call thoughts or visions about this woman. And I contacted her and I felt really weird about it. But I said to her, I'm not looking for any money or anything from you. You know, because when people contact you that you don't know on the internet, you don't know what their, what their agenda is. But I said, I posted here about my friends and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm psychic, but for some reason I keep seeing sunflowers and she got back to me and she's like, oh my gosh. I have sunflowers all over my apartment. And I, I said, yeah, I see big yellow sunflowers. And then I said to her, were you an ice skater? Now this is, this woman on her profile page was just a chubby middle-aged woman. She's nobody that looks like she would be ice skating. But she said, I used to be an ice skater. I'm the one that was the, the ice skater. So there was a number of things that kept coming and I kept just telling her all these things that I was seeing in my mind and she was connecting with all these things. And she said, oh my God, you're hearing from my husband. And she started sending me like pictures of like all the sunflowers at her apartment. She even had a little soap dish with a sunflower. It's like sunflowers everywhere. And there were all these things, and I, I forget exactly what they were, but probably five or six things that I brought up, and she said, it's like you knew him. I feel like you somehow channeled my husband for me. And I felt really good about it, and I also felt kind of weird about it. And I went on to someone else and I asked this woman, is your, was your husband a book collector and a wine drinker, like an aficionado or whatever they call it? Like, you know, somebody who drinks wine and knows all about wine. And she's like, yeah, that was his hobby. So I found it really interesting. And then I thought, huh, I'm just going to let this go. So So as we move on through life, more people keep dying. And then I find out my mother, who I hadn't seen in over 20 years, that she dies. And I feel like really distraught, really, I do a podcast on this, of course. Um, I feel like I want to talk to a medium. So I reach out, and I'm not going to even say who it is. But I reach out to a very famous man who's a medium who I contacted on Facebook, who's had TV shows and everything. And I thought, you know, I have to 
bite the bullet, even if I have to pay like three or four hundred dollars, whatever it is, I have to hear from my mother. I really want to know if she's okay. I really want to know if she knows I, I wound up getting her ashes, but I really wanted to know if she knows what I put in with her ashes. Um, something that nobody else would know. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Okay, so that was a really good friend of mine. I'm going to call her back. So anyway, I really wanted to talk to uh, or hear from my mom. And I wanted him to say something that nobody else would know. And he and I are going back on text and he's telling me, you know, if you pay me so many hundreds of dollars, I will tell you things that nobody else knows, only the two of you. And I believed him. And because he's been on TV, I'm like, oh my God, he's been on TV. So he has to be amazing, right? So I wound up spending a ridiculous amount of money, like $400. And what started out, the big red flags is, I was all excited, the day came, he canceled on me. He's having computer problems. Okay, and then we make another date and he canceled on me again. And then we make another date and he canceled on me and I said, listen, if you don't want to do my reading, just refund my money and that'll be it. But don't keep putting me off because I've had a lot of sadness in my life, a lot of people I've, I've lost through, through death and, um, you know, family that I don't talk to or whatever, um, neurotic people in my life that I don't see anymore. Um, I really need this. I need this reading. And that's why I reached out to you. And I reached out to you because I thought you were the best. So I wound up calling him and leaving him this long voicemail. And I must have struck a chord with him because he got back to me and he said, okay, I can do your reading tonight at blah, blah, whatever time. So I said, he said, what do you want to hear about on the reading? I said, I want to hear about my mom and other people that have crossed over. Do you want to hear about anything about now, about your life or anything like that? I said, no, I strictly, I want to hear about people on the other side that I've loved. So he starts to say things like, oh, your husband, it looks like he's looking for a new job. And at the time it was like, okay, yeah, his resumes are online. So he is looking for a new job. Then he started telling me what kind of a dog I have. My two dogs, what they look like. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, anybody on Facebook could have looked me up. I post so many pictures about my dogs. Okay. Then he brings up the name Irving, which is my father's legal name that he hasn't used ever. He always goes by Mickey. Then he brings up a family name and there was a family name, which he would know from looking me up online. 
So he's not telling me what I wanted to know about my mother or about people that have crossed over. And then he says, are you looking to eventually make a move really far away? Like maybe Europe? Okay, well, I've posted I don't know how many times on Facebook about Spain. So he told me a bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with what I paid him for. And he just kind of pushed off everything. Oh, yeah, she's happy. She's on the other side. I said, but you're supposed to tell me something that nobody else knows. And he pretty much said, well, that's the end of our time. And I got off the phone with him and I was angry and I was disappointed. And I went to Yelp and I started reading his reviews. And I realized that he has scammed so many people. So I call his office and I tell his secretary or whoever this was to answer the phone. I'm going to call my credit card company and I'm going to put in a dispute. And she said, well, we will call the authorities and we will file criminal something against you if you try to get your money back. And I said, listen, I am having so much grief over the loss of my mom, who I didn't even know was ill. I'm not even sure exactly why she died. And I said, I paid an awful lot of money to talk to him for a short time. And he promised me before I paid this money that he would give me messages from my mom, things that only her and I would know. He didn't do any of that. All he did was obviously have somebody go on the computer, do some research on me, which you could do research on anybody, you guys. You can find out so much on the computer about people. And just pretty much, you know, vomit it back to me. And that was supposed to be okay. And it's not okay. I was really angry. So she's like, well, you're not getting your money back. So anyway, I called my credit card company and I told them everything. What do you think happened? Okay, I got my money back. And I posted a very strong review on him, which was one star because you can't give a zero. And I moved on. And two years later, my beautiful friend who had cancer, who I was talking to probably two to three times a month as she was going through all of her cancer treatments. She lived in Ohio. We're talking on the phone. Sorry, it's the trash guys outside and making noise. Anyway, she passes on. And again, I'm just feeling such a loss. Um, I'm missing her. I'm thinking, why is this happening? And then with the war, it's like, how can God allow this? All these people that are innocent to be hurt this way. I'm having all these questions. And I'm on my Instagram and this guy, different guy, pops up in my Instagram and his name is so-and-so the medium. And 
again, you know, I'm grieving. And I go on to his page, which didn't look like much, but I thought, well, maybe he's like, like amateur or whatever. So I said to him, what do you charge for a reading? And he said, 80 bucks. And I said, well, do you have any openings? Um, yeah, I have an opening tomorrow. Okay, that should have been the first red flag. Good mediums, they don't have openings tomorrow. They're booked up. And I wanted so badly to be able to connect again with people that are on the other side. And you know what's really funny is as I'm making this podcast, I'm looking out my window and there's a little hummingbird that keeps going back and forth. And after my uncle Stephen died, I saw a hummingbird going back and forth in front of all the windows of my house. Like even if I was, we have this really like high ceiling house. Even if I was on the upper stairs, it would be like in the window as if it was going, hi, 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 it's me. Anyway, I'm doing this podcast and I haven't seen, yes, I see you. I haven't seen a hummingbird for the longest time. And the whole time I've been walking around my living room doing this podcast, I can see it out there. It's been out there the whole time. Now it landed on a branch. Okay. Just kind of weird, you know, little signs. But anyway, um, I paid him and I go on his Facebook page the next day. He has a video about how people are pretending to be him and how they're taking people's money and blah, blah, blah. And it hit me. Oh my God. Another scam artist. I'm such an idiot. I didn't check him out. And I just thought, okay, it's only 80 bucks. And he seemed so nice texting back and forth with me with little hearts and everything, right? And in a moment of weakness, I paid somebody for a reading that, and you know, he was like in these magazines and he had, he was on different people's podcasts. And again, he was supposed to be really good at what he does. So in the morning on text, first he tells me, uh, yeah, I'm in a meeting. I'm not, I'm going to be running late. And I'm thinking, well, what am I supposed to say? Okay. You know, what am I going to say? Don't. That's the first thing. Then he said, do you want to text or do you want to have a phone chat? I said, I want to have a phone chat. So he starts texting me and I said, hey, you're supposed to be calling me on my home phone number. This is my home phone number. I don't want just text. I want to hear your voice and I want you to hear mine. So then he calls and I pick up, but there's nobody there. So then he tells me he's having phone problems. This is just like the other guy. Hold on. I guess I'm popular this morning. Okay, so anyway, so this is from the other guy. And the windup is, he's a scammer. He's a scammer. He sent me a paragraph that he probably sends to everybody how there's evil spirits hovering over and he can clear that for me to make my life better and we have to do some kind of a sacrifice or some kind of bullshit. And I said to him, you know what? Shame on you. You know, you were supposed to tell me about people that have gone on to the other side 
and you're just a scam artist. I said, so I'm going to do everything I can to get my money back. And you know what, guys? I wasn't paying attention. It's a really good lesson for $80. He said, when you pay on PayPal, can you put it under friends and family? Okay, when you do that, you can never get your money back. I did also call the bank, and I also registered a complaint. But in your lowest points, when you're grieving people that have died, it's really easy when somebody comes across that seems caring and wonderful, and they want to do this for you. When I did my readings for these people online and I didn't even know what I was doing, I would never charge somebody anything. And I didn't. And this woman was like, you made my month. I mean, you gave me such a great gift. I don't know how to thank you. And I said, you don't need to thank me. I'm just glad that that happened. So anyway, Yes, there's real psychics, and there's also a bunch of fake people out there, and they will be sweet as sugar, and they will take your money if they can. So I just wanted to share with you what I've been through so you guys will know to be very, very, very careful. Sometimes emotion makes us do stupid things. Um... I need to be ultra, ultra vigilant to always, you know, like when I had my eye surgery, I had my eyelids done, which I'm going to do a video on. I researched this doctor like you cannot believe before I made any decision. When we bought the house, all these things in our lives, I've researched so much. But, you know, you have a medium pop up. And they're telling you that, you know, they can tell you all about what the person on the other side is thinking. Maybe there's some that can. But the ones I came across, they're just charlatans. So anyway, guys, that's my story about psychics and mediums. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. And I hope that you would share some of my podcasts they're my life stories in little vignettes. This one's about 30 minutes. Some of them are only 10 minutes. And I will continue to do these. I really appreciate all the great feedback I've gotten. I'm going towards 1,000 listeners now in 27 countries. And it's been a year since I started my podcast. So um, thank you for being supportive. And thank you for letting me share some of my life with you. All right. Have a blessed day. Bye, guys.